On this special episode of the I Love Winnipeg Real Estate podcast, I'm joined by two guests who are featured on Hoarder House Flippers on HGTV Canada. Now, despite their constant lighthearted bickering, this brother-sister team is a force to be reckoned with. Both worked taxing jobs, Heather as a chef and Nathan as an auto body painter, before realizing that they could make way more money and have much more fun flipping houses full-time. Heather is the organized task master who makes sure that the flip is done on time and on budget, no matter what it takes. Her baby brother Nathan is her right-hand man, happy to offer his opinion, even when it isn't asked for. Heather is the driving force behind the designs, favoring wood tones and architectural detailing to help draw in prospective buyers. Nathan is the techie of the pair, updating the flips with gadgets for tech-savvy buyers. His internet connection is always stronger than Heather's. Their team is a true family affair. Mum helps with landscaping, Dad is a plumber, and Heather's husband Garth is a general contractor. Welcome to the I Love Winnipeg Real Estate Podcast, your premier resource for buying, owning, and investing in Winnipeg's real estate market. And now, here's your host, Adrian Schultz, who loves all things real estate, property management, and mortgage financing. In today's episode, we're talking about house flipping. Now, personally, I think it's kind of a scary topic unless you really know what you're doing. And I'm joined today by Heather and Nathan, and they appear in the Hoarder House Flippers series on HGTV Canada. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Now, before we get started, Heather, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and this guy named Nathan? <laughs> uh, so Nathan and I are a brother-sister flipping team from Winnipeg, Manitoba, uh, you know, we're middle-aged and we came into this kind of late in life and it's a career option that we're both extremely glad that we took and we're having fun with it. Now, house flipping, as I mentioned before, it can be risky, but given that you know what you're doing, what do you look for when you're flipping a house? So first of all, when you say you know what you're doing, that's a pretty broad statement and I don't know if that fully covers us at times. There's definitely times when we're winging things, but we are lucky enough to have a large group of people and support behind us that do know what they're doing. So they have definitely helped us out over the years. So let's just put that out there. We don't know <laughs> lots of things. Well, but knowing what you're doing can very much mean surrounding yourself by people who are yes. experts in their field, right? That that team approach. Now, Nathan, when you're both looking at houses to flip, what do you try to avoid? that you know can bring frustration to a project? I think uh, foundation issues are probably number one for us. Digging around in a basement and you see big giant cracks in the wall or you know, outside, you see issues. For me personally, it's a big, I don't think I wanna get into that one too badly. Some stuff we know we can get fixed because we have a, a good support, like people with us and, but you know, it's just, I just don't want to get into that personally. Heather sometimes tries to 
talked me into it, but I'm like, nah. I'm very, I hate everything and she loves everything. And that's usually how it goes. Oh, you make a good combo then. So, so you're a little bit risk adverse. Oh yeah, I'm definitely risk adverse. So my wife and I, we buy and own rental properties and I'm more like your sister. Like I will take the bigger risk because I think, you know, there's a bigger play to be had, but she's the more conservative one. So it's uh, it's good to have uh, a partner in the real estate game. Now, Heather, in the show, you tackle hoarder houses. Um, was this your first time? And what's different about a hoarder house versus a non-hoarder house? So it wasn't our first time. We have done a couple in the past. What's different is you walk into a house and it's so full that when you make an offer to purchase on the house, you don't necessarily know what you're buying. Like there's so many surprises to be had. You, the rooms are so filled with things. You don't know if there's cracks in the wall. You don't know what condition the flooring is underneath the boxes and the items in the house can hide foundation issues, which Nathan doesn't like. And when you're viewing a house, you know, you don't go digging through all the people's contents to see what's behind that stuff. So it's a little bit of a guessing game when you're buying a hoarding house. And did the the hoarding house add any complexity to mortgage financing? Uh, Nathan and I are lucky enough that we finance the houses that we do ourselves. So we don't deal with mortgage financing. Okay. Yeah. So you're using your own money. So you're not uh, subject to the, I guess, to the the regulations and the policies that Correct. lenders would put on. Okay. Now, when you're designing and finishing a home, do you have a particular buyer in mind? Well, Nathan and I are going to have different opinions on this. Let, let's start with Nathan. Do it. <laughs> so Heather, as soon as we walk into the house, regardless of where we're buying it or what kind of house it is, she's already got it mapped out this is who's buying it. This is what's happening. It's going to be this type of person. And she's got it designed in her head. And then we end up fighting about, you know, okay, Heather, like settle down. I love it. We got to buy it. And Does she use that voice? Yes, she definitely does. And then be like, you, we need this house. <laughs> and you, Heather, what, what about you in the designing and finishing of a home? I, I don't know if it's probably inappropriate split decisions, but I walk in a house and it's like, yes, and I can see what I want it to be. And so far over the years that that initial vision is what comes out in the end, but you are designing for the area, right? There's certain areas where you know you're going to get a single buyer or you know you're going to get a, this is somebody's going to be second or third home and they're going to have kids and animals and that type of thing. So you have, to, you, you have to take into consideration where you are in the community and what you think the majority of buyers are going to be looking for. Uh, in Winnipeg, I think there continues to be a pretty severe shortage of inventory, especially for first-time home buyers and, and young family home buyers. Do your flipped homes cater to that category of buyer? I think it really depends on the location. We definitely try to design the house based on where it is. Like you can't be putting high-end finishes in a house that's, you know, maybe in the North End or something like that versus you have to kind of go to what your clientele is going to be like. And I would also like to add that the price point that Nathan yeah. and I do, I would say generally is more towards first time home buyers. Like our average listing price when we are done is between 300 and 400,000. So 400 being on the high end of first time home buyers, but a first time home buyer that can walk into like a $299,000 home and it be like, 
quartz countertops, hardwood floors, like fully refinished. That is like new roof, new windows. So a first time home buyer is getting like the home of the magazine of the dreams that they want. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that sweet spot of that yep. three to 400,000. And, and I think that that's a great thing to point out because that's where the shortage is. Yep. And ironically, first time home buyers do have this expectation of what they see in magazines. It's crazy. Right? <laughs> yeah. So how many flips could you technically do in a year? Well, we're both a little lazy. So okay. and Nathan and I do all the work on our flips ourselves. So we wow. don't want to do more than like, I think we've done four, maybe five in a year. And that's the most that we will do. Three or okay. four is ideal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now you said you do the work yourselves. I'm curious and, and we're not disclosing ages, but who's the older sibling? Heather's way uh, older, like a hundred years or so. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm about a hundred years older than Nathan. No, <laughs> I, I'm older than Nathan. Okay. So is, is, is that why there's this perceived take charge mentality sometimes? We have different personalities. Yeah. Um, what's that, Nathan? <laughs> I said you're bossy. <laughs> Nathan, I am more of a goal-oriented, time-cruncher type person, and Nathan perceives that as I'm wearing the bossy pants in the family. So, You know, that, that sort of gets us on the track of what is it like working with family? Nathan, you go first. I mean... For the most part, I would say we get along really well. I mean, there are is definitely times that I want to push her down the stairs. I mean, and mm -hmm. there's definitely times she takes the ladder from the roof and hopes that I fall off. But true okay. story. Yeah. <laughs> Again, pointing out their brother and sister, so this yeah. is a safe environment to have yeah. this discussion in. <laughs> and, and Heather, you, you mentioned before we started, and, and Nathan as well, uh, you both have spouses. Um, so, so there's that complexity of additional people maybe in the business relationship. Do your spouses play no. at all, Heather? No, we, so there our spouses, we hire them like, well, Nathan's wife doesn't work for us, but when Garth, my husband does work for us, it is purely, he is a subcontractor. The business is mine and Nathan's alone. And if we hire Garth on jobs, he is just an employee for that job site. Okay. Though, he likes to think he's the boss. Yes, though Garth fully enjoys believing that he is the boss of us at all times, even though he is technically just an employee to us. So not only is he your husband, he is also your paid employee. Yes, that is, I love it. It works so, out perfect for me. So, so you may have the perfect marriage in the eyes of some. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, you could say that. <laughs> so before we wrap up the show, Heather, can you tell our guests where and when that they can watch the upcoming episode of you and Nathan uh, doing a flip. So Hoarder House Flippers will air on June 2nd at 7 p.m. on HGTV Canada. And you can also watch it on Stack TV. And Nathan, I just want you to know, I feel for you being the younger sibling. I have three kids and the youngest one is getting the teased the most. Uh, no, I tease everybody the most. So we got that one wrapped up pretty good. Thanks so much for coming on the show today and uh, good luck with your flipping business. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the I Love Winnipeg Real Estate Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating, which will help us reach more listeners. Until next time, connect with us on social media and online at ilovewinnipegrealestate.ca.